October 4th, 2003. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro Show, October 4, 2003, Saturday here in Pedro. Uh, that was Carla Bozilich with her uh, latest record, which is uh, her take on Willie Nelson's Redhead Stranger. That was Can I Sleep in Your Arms? Sorry. Space in there. Before that, we start off with John Coltrane with the only live recording of the entire Love Supreme, and we played part two right there. Resolution. John Coltrane, 1965, Antibes Jazz Festival. Uh... We haven't had a show for a month, huh, Brother Matt? Yeah, yeah, nice to be back in action. Yeah. Got so, the new layout. Brother Matt's got a new uh, setup here for the Love Grotto and Pleasure Point. New and improved, streamlined, less spaghetti. Less spaghetti. Uh, it's kind of more zen-like. That's good. I was hoping for that. I could use a little bit more zen-likeness here. <laughs> Did you get uh, that organ out? Got the organ. That, that organ is out. Yeah, I was the organ donor once again. And uh, Pete Mazich wasn't uh, taken. No, he, he didn't want that thing. He had uh, like six of them already, he said. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got like good ones. Yeah. And, and he said this was a transistor. It is like a big paperweight kind of. Yeah. So, Door uh, stop. He just rolled it down the street Boat to Chuck's pad. Chuck's hands got yeah, it. Yeah, so, so it's still in the neighborhood. Yeah, and hopefully it'll get played. Yeah, you get some cool little funky jams going, I think, in that cool living room down by the beach. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how he's going to get the Dur- organ uh, up the stairs. building Dirk's in. Yeah, yeah. Dirk Vandenberg, the cool guy who took the picture of the cover of Double Nickels on the Dime. Um, and I heard that uh, Brother A. West was located, so maybe oh, you're kidding. Uh, Dirk will be able to get his photos. D- Dirk, uh, uh, Dirk went with us. As a helper with the uh, Mercer Live, an '85 Minuteman tour, and he took a bunch of pictures from that. And I heard Brother Awes has a bunch of audio yeah. tapes of D Boone talking. That'd be cool. This uh, guys Keith and Tim are making a documentary. Did they talking with you? Yeah, they came by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. So that's cool about the West sighting. Yeah. Uh, I remember him calling me up and telling me about the hours and hours of conversations he had on tape with him. Yeah, well, he would wear a machine around his neck. That's why we thought he was a cop. <laughs> okay. Uh, a lot has happened in between these shows. I went and played uh, two gigs overseas with the Stooges, their first Europe gigs ever. Because back in the days when they were playing, they only uh, played overseas once. It was in London while they were doing the Raw Power album. They did one London gig, and that was it. I never played overseas. Wow. So it was the first time they were on the continent. And we played in uh, uh, Vitoria, north part of Spain. In the, it's actually the southern part of the Basque country, but it's the north part of Spain. And uh, the next night was in 
Nevers, <laughs> Nevers maybe, France, about 180 miles south of Paris. Uh, both gigs were wild. The first one was a festival, a whole bunch of bands. In fact, I got a CD from one of the bands, uh, one of the Spanish bands, a Bilbao band. Bilbao is like the biggest town, vast town. They got this righteous Guggenheim museum that was um, designed by Frank Gehry. It looks like four boats all colliding each other. You know, he does that wrap around kind of uh, trip. So, what's really the neat. Basque sound like? Well, Panics, it's kind of surf. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they were great. They were the first band. They opened up the thing. And then I conked. You know, I'm not wanting really to go to hotels and stuff, so I conked there. So I like driving around, so, so I like to be where I'm going to play. So I conked. Little dressing room trailer things, and uh, I woke up again to see the Cramps. Oh, cool. Cramps played cool. for us, and I hadn't seen them in years. And uh, they got a bass player now. Still have two guitars. They got Ivy still on guitar. They, they had this cat, kind of rockabilly looking on bass, and he had a great um, fuzz bass solo in uh, Human Fly. And they're really good. I mean, Lux. He's older than Iggy, you know. Wow. And he was getting, he was slowing down towards the end of the set, but he was still pretty rowdy. Uh, broke a wine bottle over his head and <laughs> tore the vinyl clothes off. And not belling too bad, pretty good shape for an older fellow like that. And uh, they were really good. And when we were playing, uh, they were on the side. Lux and I, we were on the side. I was, and they, their eyes were glued on Iggy the entire time. Bitching. Yeah, it was. And the Spanish cats were really uh, fun to play for. I mean, they sang to all the songs, and uh, such focus. It's kind of weak uh, area between stage and crowd, you know, they had like a moat, uh, so, and the stage was kind of high up, so, he, you know, Ig likes to jump out there, and that uh, was really conducive for that, he did crawl down and go out there and stuff, and one guy got on stage, like on some, uh, usually uh, real cool time or no fun, he tries to get people up there, uh, it was just too hard for them, and uh, it was a really wild gig, we played really good, it was one of the, the best played uh, gig. Well, this first one was uh, it was sold out. It was eight thousand people. Uh. It was two stages, one facing each other. So one band would go off while the other one was setting cool. up. So the people would move from one end to the other. It was outside. It rained before, but it didn't rain the day of the festival, so that was neat. Uh, <clears throat> it was trippy being over there. I mean, obviously Cali, old Spanish, uh, whatever. <laughs> Acquisition, hundreds of years. So we, and then, you know, then mixing with the Indians, the Mestizo thing, mm. Latin America culture. We've been in it, grown up in it, right? Since mm. I was 10, I came here from Virginia. Awesome. But the mother country is much different than here. The, our take on it. So Latin Americans is much different than the Spain cat. Spain, in fact, it's kind of trippy. You're there and, uh, I mean, it's like white people speaking Spanish. Uh-huh. You know, it's uh, they don't have the Indian blood in them. You know, so it's a different 
You can see a little Moorish blood. There's some darkness, but uh, it's different more features. Euro, though, huh? Yeah, in uh, North Africa or something. Uh, it's uh, different than here. So that's kind of trippy because you're hearing all the Spanish. So when you, you and uh, blue eyes and the big noses, not wide noses, uh, and uh, you know. So when you talk your local Spanish, how did it go over over there? <laughs> well, they're laughing just like they laugh here, <laughs> Spanish. But it, it, uh, they're pretty good with English. And uh, no problems. Huh. People are very nice, very courteous. France too, is great. You know, um, both lands. But let me go over uh, Spain first. Uh, big trip was the chow, the comidas. You know, much different. Here, the Indian influence is way big time. Like their stuff isn't spicy over there. Oh. I had a thing over there called, well, my mother calls them tortillas, tortilla. Uh. Now here, Cali, you know, they're kind of a, a wrap thing. Corn or flour, and you wrap things, or you use them like a bread. Mm. A tortilla over there is like a cake. Yeah, and it, it's round, but it's not flat. It starts with a layer of potato. Wow. And then there's a layer, a couple ones I had was a layer of tuna necks, then a layer of ham. Then a layer of fried egg, and then pimentos on the top. Wow! So I mean, it's like two, three-inch high cake. Tia Supreme. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> difference. But you know, they're the mother country, so maybe it got changed when it came here. Uh, you know, this is a, the version, the Latin mix. America version on España. España couldn't make it rise. Yeah, well, it's not like a cake like there's dough. Just piled higher. Yeah, it's just this piled cylinder thing, you know. It's really good, and the economy there really econo for us. Our dollar. One of these things was a euro. They use euros. You know? mm. And a big hunk of this was a euro. So maybe a dollar twenty. Wow. Yeah. France was three times higher. So Spain. And I heard in the southern part of Spain it's even more econo. I haven't been there for a few years, but I remember when I was there it was. So when you give a tortilla like that, would they give you the whole thing or cut? They it like slice a cake? it up like a pie. Yeah, just pie like, huh? Yeah. Uh, I bought a plum, a pear, and a plum tomato, or like, you know, like Roma tomato, for about fifty-five euro, uh, cent euro, so seventy-five cents. You know, right in a fresh market like that. Cool. And uh, Mexicano. And like I said, the people were very nice. It was great. There's this other chow I had that was trippy called Chipolitos. Chipolitos is um, these squids, little squids. And they uh, clean them out, take the backbone out, and then they stuff them with their own tentacles. And then they cook it in their own ink. So it's these white little babies in this big black sauce. It's really good. Wow. Little Chipolitos. Chipolitos. I, I, I'd recommend them. You go over there. Uh, life's too short. You gotta tr try different chows. Yeah, check some stuff out. Then, um, now, there's mountains between Spain and France, Pyrenees. So, to get to the next gig in time, be too intense, maybe, for driving. So, got this jet. I've never been on a little jet. I mean, this was a uh, commercial thing. It was a private thing. It had three motors in the back. 
and man did it jam I mean a lot of g-forces uh. my eyes well the seat I was in was facing back so when we took off I like my eyes you know, again the belt you're pulling on the belt it was kind of wild and they had some weird chows a bowl of these things of leakies uh. you know these Chinese kind of bubbly bumpy uh Big berry things. Yeah, like they got a big seed in it. Yeah, yeah. Like a like, Logan berry almost. Yeah, yeah. They're good. Yeah, it's got These things called uh, green. Oh, they got them in Thailand? Yeah. And these green gauge, which look, are like green, little green plums. They're really good. Uh, fresh cranberry I never had. You know, they are on the stem. Oh. Like little jewels. Uh. They are a trip. Tiny ass bananas. Like these Korean ones Mr. Kim showed me. Like this. <laughs> like he got gigantic <laughs> you know um, so I had some trippy chows like the kumquats which are great you know, these things they uh, canapes canapes uh, I've seen them. I don't know some kind that. of uh, little chow on pieces of bread it's weird things eggs and things like an hors d'oeuvre or like something like a little party thing yeah. finger food finger food <laughs> Exactly what it was. <laughs> so, we fly in, cock in this town called Burgess. How long a flight was it between us? An hour and a half. Okay. Let's fly over the mountains. <laughs> Burgess is like uh, like the root, um, the word that's the root of uh, bourgeois. Oh. Burgess. B R U R G E S. And a uh, trippy little town. Uh, place, uh, Hotel Merman. <laughs> you know, Babon or whatever. Went hoofing around. Uh, they had this uh, place in the uh, east side of town that was marshes. Where the cats, because the uh, former colony of France was Southeast Asia. Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia, and this so there's immigrant people there, and they made uh, patties and stuff out of this stuff. Pretty wild. You know, it's like back home. And, of course, the little curvy streets of uh, Europe style, walking around them, you know. Huffing around cobblestones. I go into this little court next to the post office, the post. And there's a... It looks like it would be a little park, tiny park. But they, instead of grass, it's all gravel, and I guess it's for letting dog shit. And they've got a statue of a king there. Louis XI, maybe. But the strangest statue of a, of a king, because the guy, he's got his uh, hand in his chin, and he's like grinning. You know, he's got kind of like a felt cap on it. I mean, it's not like dignified, and so maybe the guy was kind of inbred nuts. <laughs> or like a whack. <laughs> well, he might have been a, kind of a whack. <laughs> You know, like the guy king of the dark he had part. the uh, revolution. <laughs> well, he's probably a French king. I mean, Louis, right? Uh, but this George III guy, he had he didn't speak any, he spoke German, right? This guy played with toys. Pissed blue too. They think he had some. There was some chemical thing to his madness, but you know, because the way they did politics was through marrying. So there was a lot of inbreeding. Isn't blue it? blood, blue piss. Huh? Yeah, and not healthy for. Uh, Strength. Yeah, yeah. Piss you know, clear. you don't want to inbred. Well, you don't want to be marrying your cousins and brothers yeah. and sisters. It better be pretty you know, fine if you, you do. You know, but that's the way they did <laughs> stuff in those days. 
I heard some crackling. So uh, this gig, we get there, we have to drive to Nevers. It's at a racetrack. Mersey Coors. Yeah, I wish I knew how to speak French better because it's just retarded, you know. Uh, but we get there and there's a 24-hour motorcycle race going on. And we're there about halfway through. It's 12 hours into this thing. And these cats, I mean, it's asphalt track, but it's not the smoothest track. These guys, are, and it's not oval, you know. It's kind of, it's a Formula One track. It's got all kind of left, right, hairpin. So in the straightaways, they're doing 180 miles an hour. They got to come down to 25 miles an hour in these hairpins. And these guys are leaning over in the corners. And there's a little bit of bank, but not a lot. And they're leaning over. I mean, knees are almost touching. They're on these uh, cows and Yamaha's rice burner flying dolphins. You know? I mean, these things are blazing fire out the exhaust. And front tires hopping. Right? They, they tack on each other on the corners. And it's so wild. And to do this... 24 hours, I don't know how. Anyway, we get there, we have to drive through the crowd. We have to drive along the racetrack for a lot of the way. So these guys are going fast as plowing, not plowing, hurting people or anything, but we're coming through the crowd, you know, and there's a lot of barracho, obviously. I mean, people got tents, and bonfires, oh, they've been wow. there for days. It's a wild ass thing, there's like 45,000 people there. Wow. And there's a French band on first. This is different than the Spanish. It's not a festival. It's just it's a race, really. And they bring on these two bands: this uh, AS Dragons, this French band, and then us. And we go on there, and uh, the stage, you know, they just built in the middle of this field next to the track. Right, tracks on the other side of this berm, but you can hear it. You know, these guys, and uh, they bring us up in the tail lift of a truck. And I thought for sure there was going to be bottles and stuff. In Spain, there were some cups, a throne, a beer, cerveza, agua. But, uh, you know, there was no, uh, you know, limitation to what kind of containers people had and stuff in this, you know. So I thought for sure, and I saw bottles all over the place. I thought that for sure, but none came flying. The only bummer was probably like everywhere. You know, the bouncers. Uh, These guys were beating the shit out of people. Iggy literally had to stop the gig in dirt. Oh, man. Because they were pounding on some kid, and it wasn't right. Again, there was a big moat, so we couldn't really connect with the crowd like mm. it does. But it was a good gig. It was it was wild. I mean, Iggy's got a medal in France a few uh, months ago. Wow. Yeah, they gave him some kind of cultural award. He's part of some thing of the arts. As a rank. So he got his French wrapped down? He knew some French. He spoke some French to him. He spoke a lot of Spanish. Nina, his girlfriend in Miami, you know, uh, she taught him, coached him on some good Spanish. He was rapping good with the uh, Spaniard cats, Basque cool. cats. Uh, and he spoke some to the French guys, too. And uh, it's a great gig. Both of them. Both of them. But uh, nothing came flying. And no uh, negative stuff. I mean, with that this last stupid war thing, you know, uh -huh. Spain kind of was with us, and France yeah, was it for the war. But so. both uh, countries, there was no problems with any of that because they realize, I think, there's a difference between the folks and yeah. then 
some of the goons in charge. <coughs> and uh, again, I also think it's if you don't go in there with a chip on your shoulder or uh. heaviness. So it'd be uh, appreciate, appreciative to be a guest and get to check it out. Mm-hmm. There's no problems. No problem. Everybody was uh, fired up to see the music and uh, in the street when no one knew I was a stooge or anything and they were just folks and stuff. I had no problem. Uh-huh. No disrespect. So all that caricature stuff that people get, it's just that. Yeah. It's You know, if you want to learn everything by watching television and listening to talk radio or whatever, you're really getting the short stick because I think it enforces in people this kind of Authority. They think think they really know what's going on. And they build up all these opinions about folks they never even have met or checked out and are willing to bomb them or do whatever. Whereas if they physically go and check these things out, I mean, there's still a chance you're going to have bad experiences. Because, unfortunately, we don't have the monopoly on assholes. They're probably pretty distributed throughout the world. So you might run in. That's what I'm saying. You might run into some dicks. So, if, but you got to be open-minded enough to realize that and move on to some other folks because you know, if you, if you go far right enough, now, you're gonna find cats that don't have that shit. Yeah, if you deal with the, just the moment of right now with whoever you meet, everything's generally gonna be pretty cool in that moment. It's a better it's way to get opinion, especially if you're gonna make, make pronouncements and mm-hmm. stuff like this. Uh, so much, so much stuff, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth hand. Yeah. And and then how is it getting to you? What's been? Uh, whose interests? Whose agendas? Or delivering this thing to you. Even me, by saying this stuff, I have a kind of agenda because I want people to reach out and get to know each other. Mm-hmm. I just totally I have to admit I have a bias like that. I don't like us all uh, cramped up in camps and yeah. uh, throwing rocks in the dark at each other. So, if we're on the same boat, we might as well get to know each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it is a wild experience for me. <laughs> 12-hour flight back, which is pretty wild, you know, with my bad knees and stuff. There's a little lady there from uh, Greece sitting next to me. She's a perfect companion to have. Helped her with her TV thing and stuff, but she wasn't all bugging on me or anything. And Small. Very nice. Uh, interesting lady. Didn't know a lot of English, but enough. Well, they're going to, um, is there grandkids and stuff? As long as lights, that's important. Oh, yeah, you're breathing farts for 12 hours. They're drilling you. You're drilling them. In that little tube. <laughs> but it was wild. It was a great experience. And then for a few days before I went to Europe, so I didn't have to do a 12 hour on the way there, I uh, stopped in New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, I stayed with Jim O'Rourke, very interesting man, very deep man, with knowledge of. Uh, mm-hmm movies and music and such. Couldn't believe he's only 34. Blew my mind. Chicago cat, but he lives in Brooklyn, right after you get over the Manhattan Bridge. He's right there. So you go paddling? No, I didn't. You gotta be there on weekends. But it's free. I'm going to, one day when I'm there and have opportunity. But I recorded with him and Steve Shelley. We did a song. I was asked to do this uh, song well, what it is, is this uh, label in London is doing a musical take on this Jimmy Joyce uh, poem called Chamber Music he wrote early part of uh, last century, maybe 1904. 
somewhere around there. Yeah. And um, that's 36 parts, and I got part nine. I had nine lines. So I wrote it in three. I wrote a waltz, which was pretty intense on Steve Shelley, because uh, not a lot of waltzes in Sonic Youth, you know. So it took a few <laughs> takes, but he did great. Jim O'Rourke, beautiful guitarist. Kind of plays like Nels. A little like Deep Boom. Tone like Nels. You know, not all trebly like Deep Boom, but kind of figures like Deep Boom. It's pretty. And uh, I'll have that show up coming. I'll play you. It's a neat little tune. Uh, it's trippy going into a guy's cold, you know, and, you, and you're the bass player and you're showing him the song of bass lines, and there's so much to fill in. And I had these guys play a lot on it, you know, their solos and stuff. A little bass solo, too. The fills, though, for Steve are trippy because they're counting the three, you know, he was coming out late on all of them. He's a great drummer, but. Uh, who knows, maybe the next Sonic Youth album will be all waltzes. <laughs> and I saw Thurston took me this cat, Edgar Oliver. This guy, he works in theater and stuff. He's got a new book coming out. And uh, The Man Who Loved Plants is the name of his new book. And he read a couple chapters and then did this monologue about him and his mother driving. He's from South Carolina. Reg Lee's lived in New York since the 70s. And <clears throat> intense uh, person, man. Unique individual. It was, uh, his voice was incredible. He, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect. person knows all about this esoteric stuff and New York City culture. It was at Mersh, you know. Maybe 100 people there in a little theater. Uh, it was great. Incredible! The guy held my attention big time. His voice was something else. Um, and we saw uh, Kim and Yuta had an art thing, like an installation. But they had all these folks come, and then uh, this kid Chris. They uh, they had a performance. This kid Chris and this uh, lady from Bratmobile. God, I can't. Remember her name, but Chris is like 18. He's from Mobile. I think he has a band called XRBR or something like this. And uh, really wild kind of rap thing. They got music on the CD and they sing over it. And that was fun. And then we saw Sophia has a new movie uh, that she directed, Lost in Translation. I don't see a lot of movies, but she did a really good job. Bill, Bill Murray could tell they set up a lot of things so he could do the physical comedy uh. kind of ad lib I thought Sophia did a great job uh, so that was my trip cool it was wild 10 days uh, haven't done many local gigs yeah you've been having a big year though yeah I leave on tour Wednesday with Chili Peppers and Flaming Lips, my friends. And, uh, first time for Pete and Jared to play these big pads, so I know it's kind of exciting for them. Uh, for me, it's not really the best kind of gigs to play in. But one gig is uh, really exciting I'm looking forward to in Sacramento. 
It's like the Arco Arena or something. Uh. But my little brother's coming, Justin. Oh, wow. I, I last saw him maybe 28 years ago. Oh, man. Cool. That long ago? No. 12 years ago. Yeah, that's a big spread. <laughs> 12 years ago. <laughs> 91? Yeah. I'm 30 years older than him, though. 28, where'd I get that? Anyway, we couldn't really talk when I last saw him. Same pop, different moss. And um, he's been emailing me. He found me on the internet. He's been emailing me. And uh, he lives, there's a town just north of Fresno called Clovis. He lives in Clovis. That's where my pop's buried. And um, he's good. there's a little local punk. See, my, uh, my little brother's a punk rocker. And like the only, we're the only two, I think, in the whole family. So, that's great. And he plays a little guitar. He's into pewters. Uh, cool. He's only 15. Cool. Maybe he's just going to turn 16. That's neat. It's really neat. So he's going to get to see me play. Only half, you know, only got half hour sets and uh. terrible sound. But at least he gets to see me play. He's going to bring his best friend, Pat, who's a bass player. Uh. And... Uh, See, I kind of knew he could go to Sacramento because he told me about going the Warp Tour there. I was like, "Whoa, well, if he goes out of town, maybe he can see play, see me play." Because uh-huh. I don't play Fresno that much. In fact, the last time I played there was uh, the day they buried my pop. I played a club called the Wild Blue Yonder. And I didn't go to his funeral thing. I didn't go to D Bones. I'm not very good at those things. So. Uh, I get to see my little brother. I'm, I'm really interested. He sent me a picture. I know what he looks like. Same eyes as my pop. It's a trip. Ah, my wild. little brother. That'll be neat. <laughs> yeah, there's a sister too. He has a sister, and she wrote me once, and I wrote back. She never wrote again. So when she's ready to, uh, she goes. This is probably weird. Is she older. He kind of said he's. She's older than Justin. And Justin even said, I was scared to write you. But I told him, don't worry, you know, you write me anytime. Uh, so we write all the time now. Cool. It's a great thing. <laughs> you know, I have two sisters, uh, Melinda and mm. Marilyn, and I never had a brother. So it's trippy. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so uh, we should play some more music. That's a, a lot of spiel. So that's what's been going on in my world. Uh, here's a. Uh, Woody uh, Alpenop, he's uh, played with Banyan. He's substituted for Nell sometimes. He's a friend of Nell's. He plays with uh, Bobby Womack. And he's a great guitarist. And he just did a solo record. And here's a song from that called um, Fool's Thank. What from Pedro's show.
the right to rock and read or write one wit. Got the right to talk, talk shit. We got a bill of rights, and don't we know it? I'm a major poet. We want our rights right now. Rights and how? More rights now. Rights. Wow, wow. Never enough. We want our rights. Rough. Stop for it, the right stop. Hit it. The right shit. Top feeling. Right stuff. Tough titty. Right city. Are you with me? Right shit. You got it. Rough. We got the right to rock. Hit it. Yeah. Oh, we got the right to a hit. Got a right to chop shit. Got the will to rock. We'll kill the rock. Rock thrill. Hit him back, hit him with a rock drill. You got the right to learn, you better. We got the right to burn, baby. For those who have to ask what rock is, you better study hard, we'll learn ya. For those about to rock, you bard, we're gonna party hard. I'm a real bard burner, we'll burn with ya. If you wanna pass, pass a joint to teach ya. You get an A, meet ya. Grasser, asser, head, you pass, head of the class, first row. You get an A, head backstage, you pass. Meet teacher after class. Stay high, stay cool, sit up, obey the rules. Don't talk. Make the honor roll. Stay the right age. Well, this is my class now. Ring the bell. Hit it. Fucking thing! Rock party! Make this all tardy! Ring, ring! Now party, class! Party, hardy! No talking! I want some twisted shouting! Walk to class, come on! Rock your fucking ass! Call roll! Raise your hand, raise your lighters. 
to you. Blame for every name. No one's lame. from Pedro show that was the apples in stereo with uh, your days y-o-r-e days before that we had um, Raymond Pettibone with his uh, latest CD uh, the name of the group is Twinkle Twang he told me uh, you know hey you know you gotta come up with names for these things so <laughs> That was uh, this one, yeah. The, the CD's called Master's Recording, The Rough Mix, R-U-F-F. <laughs> right. It says on the back, you could hear a pin drop after the that first set if you were not already deaf. That song was The Rights Remain Silent. Thank you, Motorcycles of San Pedro, for roaring by there. We started off the little section there with Fool's Thank by Woody Applenow uh, from his new album, Papa Woody. <laughs> and he is, a, he is a papa. He has a, a young, I think a son, a girl, I can't remember. You like Papa Woody? That's good. Uh, we're at the end here of um, first hour of the October... 4th, 2003 Watt from Pedro show. Uh, I'm amazed at your setup here. It's easy now for me to <laughs> see what's happening, Brother Matt. Not as much guesswork as we uh, Taking usually guesswork, have. Yeah. Oh, hi, Kristen. 
Uh, yeah, we're taking the guesswork out. <laughs> you know, last week, right, our last show we did, uh, it went on and on during your spin oh, yeah, section. Yeah, yeah. But I got a good fade on some funky stuff. Uh, so. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, some funky stuff for today. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, coming up next hour, we got Brother Matt and Spin Cycle. Got some urinals. We got a whole bunch of stuff. So, uh, hang tight uh, for hour two. October 4th, 2003. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
from Pedro show um, that was Tot Rocket and the Twins with 24 hour protection uh, before that we had Cardophilia by the Urinals from their uh, new album and uh, we started off the second hour Watt from Pedro show with uh, obligatory song about killing one's boyfriend from the Ergs so now that we've got the 
obligatory stuff out of the way. We can get to the kinder, gentler stuff. Right. Brother Matt Spin Cycle. Yahoo. This beat disrupts. This beat disrupts. This beat disrupts. This beat disrupts. This beat obstructs the justice of the peace and the quiet in your neighborhood tonight. Not only that, your feet scramble like a riot's going on, back and forth and up and down and all across the floor. I never felt like this before. Oh yeah, it was a house quake. Oh, did you ever get the feeling that the walls were shaking, the ceiling was loose, out from the top of the roof? Shut up. Already, the beats are never correct. It's time the melody like a machete. The beat just stopped the groove into a powerhouse quake. Okay, next thing I know, I heard a bell. I followed by a room party, people started jumping all around the room. The cops came soon.
Sometimes we might wreck it. Yeah. Uh, nigga, nigga. Uh, uh, rip it. Yo, kick it. Uh, yeah. Goddamn. Uh, nigga, nigga. Yeah. Get down, get down. Here I come. Yo, my nigga, yo, my nigga, where you from? Mama said, watch your back, cause them niggas crack. All them hoes wanna roll, yeah, what's up with that? Don't be a sucker, swinging on nobody dick. Don't be a jack, jacking for another click. Don't be a rapper, looking for another hit. Don't be that nigga, searching for another trick. Yo, Holmes, what's up with that? Why, why I got to be like that? Yo, Holmes, yo, Holmes, what's up with that? Why, why I got to be like that? Goddamn, I'm a sucker for this rap. Why, 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 uh, nigga, nigga, goddamn, just a couple niggas with a couple of tricks, check it out, y'all. at the hoochie. Just trying to get the coochie. Like the hoochie with the Gucci, and you know I get the Gucci representing like a pimp did a spin, like a stunt from the back to the right, to the middle, to the front. Put them kill, yes I will. If I had it in my hand, goddamn, goddamn, but you think I'm Superman? If you searching, you will find what the fuck is on my mind, making green like a king, yo nigga, I ain't lying. Uh, yeah, and I ain't lying. Kick it, check it. Kick it, uh, uh, rip it, check it, the way I like it, just a couple niggas with a couple of tricks, uh, nigga, nigga, god damn. Thank you. 
your nigga.
drugs. I tear down the stage in less than one minute. Like the dread sweet fish with the eyes still in it. I ain't gotta keep saying it. Y'all know I rap. Bring your whole shit down like the after effects of a nigga passed out cause his drugs too strong. Tripping off X and wanna fuck too long. People live your life, throw a bow when I wet it. Voice projectile, how you crazy lightheaded? Flip quicker than the brain of a nigga's keep balling. Polly with fans until I hit a weed call and Aphrodite put a cut on it. I'm Rod D.I. GG Egg and stay handling my B.I. Drugs too strong, tripping off X and wanna fuck too long. People if you live, throw a bow when I wet it. Voice projectile, how you crazy lightheaded? Flip quicker than the brain of a nigga's keyballing. Hollywood fans until I hit a recall and Aphrodite put a cut on it. I'm Rod DI, GGA can stay handling my BI.
Richard Meltzer. of a hospital. I'm just a prisoner to loving on. I thought it was the last time. Every time I fail. Some people find it
when you what was once in all doesn't mean anything I have loved so many times It's heaven and it's hell Oh, what a story Band? You, you mean... No, not on your Nelly. Best we can do is to clear the tops of the foothills. Isn't there any other way we can... We'll manoeuvre in as far as we dare. Here, you take the rudder. But, but you need the experience, my boy. I, I don't even know what I'm doing. Come on, look alert now. All right, I'll steer. I, ju I just don't understand what keeps us up. Neither do I. Whoops! Look out for that one! Oh, God. Wow. Jolly good. was <sighs> right. up there? Um, no, not really. Well, I'm for landing while we still can. Yeah, man. There's one more I believe we can clear. That one? Are you crazy? Yes, yes. These are up now. Up and over. But, but we'll, we'll, we'll... <laughs> we still have the sail. That's most important. Yeah. Now, how about a fire? Out of what? Rocks and boulders? Oh, this sandalwood here. You mean the boat? Hey, don't rip the boards off our boat. Listen, I don't know about you, but I'd like to be able to get back to Inverness. Actually, I do know about you. You have no intention of ever returning to Inverness, do you? <laughs> Certainly not. Oh, no, not the mast, too. The best firewood is there, my boy. Oh, darn it. I forgot he was the one that bought Inverness in the first place. He's the biggest crackpot of them all. But why destroy the whole boat? We'll keep the sail. <sighs> the only way to return, and he chops it up. <sighs> yeah, man. Here, take a few swings yourself. All right. That's the spirit. <laughs> Don't forget the rudder. You'll never find another. <laughs> Later that evening, sitting around a cheery campfire... Well, who wants to take the first watch? We have to watch? Naturally. Okay. I'll wake you up when I'm tired. Yeah, man. Splendid, old boy. Night, night. Sleep tight. Mind the bugs don't bite. Good night, Lord Charles. Well, it sure is quiet. What was that? Someone there, watching me. The figure moves closer. Slowly, Jack reaches for one of the oars. The light of the fire reflects off the white gown of the standing figure. Suddenly, the figure moves forward. In a flash, Jack is on his feet. With a quick thump... Now, wait! <gasps> he kneels down, examining the fallen body. Oh, no. It's the Madonna Vampira. Oh, boy. When she wakes up, is she going to be in a crabby mood? <sighs> oh, jazz bone? Yeah, man. Play me that jazz bone song. Yowch! <laughs> 
figure moves closer. Slowly Jack reaches for one of the oars. The
you all alone Maybe the point is you just outgrown There are names for me that are better known
from Pedro show that was the midget man with someday before that was Jim O'Rourke there's no titles on his record the record's called uh, Insignificance and it's just got trippy art from Japan strange but it was the first song whatever it was called maybe somehow it's hidden there's just a duck oh no there's right and it's really small yeah funky color huh yeah but I don't know which one's one Jesus yeah so maybe it's all downhill from here I don't know. See, he's got the songs in the outline of this duck. Those are words. But I can't tell what's number one or two. Anyway, that's that makes life interesting. Uh, before Jim, who, by the way, uh, great guy. Very unassuming, but so what? He's deep. We had come, uh, Cobra Verde before that with Riot Industry. New album by those cats, friends of mine. I've taken them on tour a few times. I'm probably going to record with them in next year's. So. Go to Cleveland, do the Watt from the Watt in Cleveland show. Or something. Yeah, we did uh, Pedro to uh, Cleveland in 30 days. Man. You got to get over here by the microphone, yeah. brother Matt. They don't mind you munching away on the yeah, comitas. Hey, you want some? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I found them in the back. All right. <clears throat> now, now I'll tell you about uh, the Pedro... Pedro Cleveland Connection. Cleveland Connection. Yeah. 
uh, Wasco Wasco's over there also and uh, Wasco is always writing stuff and uh, we we he, he has some great ideas too so we had uh, we did that tag team punk rock haiku thing with him no what was it called Tonka Ranga Ranga yeah uh, or like uh, alternate lines. Yeah, but we figured since it's punk rock, we'd just change the rules and add four lines. Yeah. Um, but uh, we did the the Pedro to Cleveland in 30 days. Uh, we just wrote a poem, like 30 days. And uh, and that was it. He's been here a couple times. Yeah. He's been in town. Did some Pedro. Come down to Pedro. Sojourn. And I've been in Cleveland many times mm-hmm. playing on tour. And this last time I was there, one of the last gigs at the old grog shop. It's in a new place now. Not too far away, but Cleveland Heights part in the east part of town. And between sound check and the gig, the singer of Cobra Verde, uh, John Pekovich, he picked me up and brought me to this cat's house. Very nice man. God, what was his name? Bill or <laughs> Dave or Dan or something. <laughs> but we did a video for that song. By the way, that's Jay, Jay Maskus on lead guitar there. And we toured with him. I got to sing TVI with him. Cool. But anyway, this video thing, he had what, what they had was they were playing on the TV in front of me, and I'm in a bathroom. In fact, I have the bathroom. He gave me the bathroom. <laughs> it's little. Like that dress. <laughs> that's blue. <laughs> that's a belt, too. And then anyway, they had me in this thing. It's kind of got a plaid on it, so it looks a little flat. And uh, I'm watching the TV. I guess they're playing on the TV. Well, actually, nothing's on. You know, I have to imagine this because it's all going to be cut in with the special effects. But I'm getting upset, too, at the Merce stuff. Not Cobra Verde playing, but there's like, uh, what's it called? American Idol. Something where they have people come out and try it. Star uh, Search. New kind of thing. Clark thing. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm getting all angry, and I'm eating my cereal, and I'm getting more and more angry. And uh, by the end of it, I got a microphone, and I'm singing the song. <laughs> it's bizarre. Surrealistic. When I was up in Reno, I saw you on TV. I uh, was on TV? Yeah. Uh, the Sublime... Sublime... Uh, it was a new Sublime video. Um, oh, I'm working in a Seven Eleven. No, no, it was, it was a different one where you were just being interviewed about them. That's a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I remember them talking to me about him when Bradley mm. got killed. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, it was a cool video. Yeah, it's tripping. Gravity. Just spiel over a song or something. Um, they kept cutting to you. Okay. For, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, good video though. And, uh, of course, we started with uh, part 32. Only two Jack, parts left Jack of Jack Flanders, Flanders and his uh, search for that crazy jukebox up in the fourth tower. It does get exist. there and he's not going to have a quarter. Uh, well, probably in those days they were nickel. <laughs> Here we got uh, Consonant coming up. Some live stuff Sharon Lee gave me. Um, Consonant is Clint Connolly's band. And Clint Connolly's the bass player for Mission of Burma who's been gotten together last year and did some uh, reunion gigs. I don't know, reunion. They're just doing the band again. And they're going to be at this All Tomorrow's Party thing 
November 8th and 9th, Queen Mary. Mm. On the 8th, I'm going to play a duet with George Hurley, some uh, oh, man songs. And then the next time, I'm playing with Stooges. So, that's a trippy thing. Sonic Youth's playing, Built to Spill. All to Queen Mary? Well, I think some of the gigs are actually on it, like in the ballroom and stuff. Some are in front of it, where the Russian submarine is. Uh-huh. So, so, we'll see. We get there. And I've been told there might be other Stooges gigs. Not in the area, I think. I don't know where yet. People are lining up, this, uh, thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a trippy gig. You gotta see it. Yeah, it is. You saw Coachella. Yeah. You saw the first one. Yeah. But I'm yeah, a little more together now. So. Although those guys played great. That was a wild show. That was a wild show. So anyway, here's Clint. Consonant. Watford Pedro show.
Watford Pedro show. That was Stay Away from Jay. The song called Quick Relief. Jay Fox from Boulder, Colorado. Or is it Denver? One of those. He's an old friend of Howard Wolfen. They were in the nurses together in D.C. back in the 70s. Before that, Autopilot from Yellow Number 5. That's Molly's band. I first met Molly in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. She was in a duet, duo. Yeah, she was in a duo called Rutabaga with a boyfriend on drums. She played bass and sang. And uh, interesting, he uh, had a headset harness, like a gooseneck thing, where the harmonica was. He'd play harp, too, while he was playing drums, harmonica. And it was pretty wild. I went and looked back at my diary. I wrote about it. I called them rutabagas. So I saw Molly at this uh, recording session I just did with the Burn uh, Bride people. Sing some pirate part. And she, Keith Morris, Brett from Costa Grasses, folks. Brett's into uh, drag racing now. He's got numbers painted on his car, the old dude. He had uh, metal in his eye from filing, grinding. Anyway, uh, he said she hasn't seen that guy who played drum or her boyfriend in years. He went insane, and no one knows where he is. Sad. Before that, we had B9. <laughs> the letter B, the number 9, but benign is the name of the album. The word, right? B-E-N-I-G-N. Montreal band, which I found out by looking at the credits, has this bass player named Clank. And I know this cat. He comes to all my gigs for years there in Montreal, and he's a blind man, very good bass player, and always has an inter- interesting perspective on my gigs because he's not watching anything, he's hearing. So uh, he can tell me everything about my tone and tune in and clams. Lots of focus, he's a sweet man. I love him dearly. And we started with uh, Click Connolly's uh, consonant band, Are You Done? His name, The Tune. And like I was saying to Brother Matt here, isn't it strange how these bass players, when they get their own band, they uh, play the signs of the no Watford Bedro Show. That was Stay Away from Jay. The song called Quick Relief, Jay Fox from Boulder, Colorado, or is it Denver? One of those, he's an old friend of Howard Wolfen, they were in the nurses together in D.C. back in the 70s. Before that, Autopilot from Yellow Number 5, that's Molly's band. Interesting, he uh, had a headset harness, like a gooseneck thing, where the harmonica was. He'd play harp, too, while he was playing drums, harmonica. And it was pretty wild. I went and looked back at my diary. I wrote about him. I called him rutabagas. So I saw Molly at this uh, recording session I just did with the Burnham uh, Bride people. Sing some pirate part. And she, 
Keith Morris, Brett from Caustic Resins, folks. Let them smear 
I think popgroup.net or something. Some cat in Texas keeps up on what happened to those folks. Before that, Ranger Hall. Hey, 
start off with duct tape from LaGuardia, Howard Wolfman's favorite band. That's another edition of uh, Why From Pedro Show, Brother Matt. Yeah, Thank you so that. much for the vital assistance cool. and your spin good. session. Uh, I'm going to try to come back and do a show in Don't you go down I know you're going uptown 